Because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. And so everybody talks about freedom and not to have a, to have a shot or have a test. Well, guess what? And so how about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? What about that? What's the big deal? We're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non-unvaccinated people, the, vi- the, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Continue to spread the diseases. And so we should think of in the patriotic duty. Whether you're, whether you're working in a supermarket to make sure you have been vaccinated so you're not spreading anything to anyone else, or you're not likely to get the virus, whatever virus, and Delta still is the worst. It continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we got to make more progress. And for patients who still haven't gotten your kids vaccinated, please get them vaccinated. Look out for their interest here. It's the best way to protect them. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. It had to put on their windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. It is July 22nd, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Go to the link tree. It's in the description and give us a subscription on YouTube. We are currently trying to get that YouTube up to to proper monetization rates. Now, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Thank you, Stu. I'm still out here in the boo, and I've been surfing this morning. I just got out, dried off. I'm ready to go, Stu. Uh, Stu, a lot of news today. Um, I want to preface what I'm about to say, Stu, because the media outlets, the social media outlets are really trying to censor information. So I'm going to talk in code words such. This is kind of like the old Soviet Union, uh, Stu. Um, So we can get some news out. a certain head of state whose initials are JB has contacted a viral disease. Um, He is taking medication um, that has been produced by starts with a sounds like it starts with an f but it really starts with a p it's a drug company um there are those oh and i'm not a doctor i'm just expressing what other people have stated uh, that the clinical test of this particular were not really done very well and it has been reported by various white papers uh, that have been peer reviewed that you have a much greater chance of re 
regaining or getting SICK after you take this? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at one right now from science.org that says bad news for this certain medication he's taking. Uh, coronavirus can find multiple ways to evade COVID-19 drug. Lab studies and identify resistance mutations and some circulating variants have them. So, I mean, it's on science.org, people. Yes. Um, and there have been some British publications and other publications and actually other people within this executive head of state's cabinet have taken this medication right after they got a particular disease and then got it again two weeks later. Um, and missed and we, their daughter's wedding because of it. Right. And we all know that this particular company that produced this in their clinical trials, I mean, you read them and you go, are you kidding me with, um, with the statistical analysis that they did? Um, this particular head of state also stated uh, yesterday that he had a particular disease that, um, that kind of rots your inside. And everyone was talking about, does he really have this now? Why would he say that? Why would he use the present tense instead of the past tense? Stu, do you have any comments on this? Yeah, the media came out and said it was in reference to skin cancers he had had in the past, which was something that was publicly known and they've been removed. But the way he described in which how he got cancer was from how dirty, I guess, growing up and life was because he had like motor oil on the family windshield. And he and so many other people from his town had contracted cancer because they had been exposed repeatedly to motor oil. I mean, that's what he essentially implies. Motor oil does not give you skin cancer, but it, repeated exposure to the sun does give you skin cancer. And of course, we, we know that the hair on his legs turned blonde in the summertime and the black children in the pool played with his hairy legs. And so he was definitely exposed to the sun. And something Joe Biden frequently does is kind of rehash stories. And it's almost like he's playing Mad Libs where he just kind of switches out a few of the words. So he almost verbatim said the exact same thing about having asthma. And I, we, I, when I went to a small little school that was about uh, a mile from the apartment complex we lived in and a little school called Holy Rosary. And I, you couldn't walk to school because although it was a four-lane access highway, it was just too dangerous to cross some of the streets. And my mother would get in the, and when it came spring, I mean, it came the fall, this is the God's truth. And you'd get in the car and there's a little frost on the window, turn on the windshield wiper, there'd be an oil slick, not a joke. I have asthma and 80% of the people who in fact we grew up with have asthma. I just in an apartment complex when we moved to Delaware and just up the road to a little school I went to, Holy Rosary Grade School. And because it was a four lane highway that was accessible, my mother drove us and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window.
That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And that was news to me that he has asthma. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I frankly think this is just him lying or fudging the truth in some capacity or a mental slip. I mean, he is prone to mental slips. And so I think now that, and this is just what the, I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the fairy tale of the emperor, the emperor's new clothes, where we have to pretend that this man does not have dementia. You know, comedian Dave Smith, who's a libertarian advocate, he tweeted out, COVID, cancer, dementia, damn. <laughs> Well, still one one other thing that you know we just brought up. If he does have asthma, then this particular um, is a it's a respiratory disease, and uh, that makes him highly more susceptible um, to ill effects. You know, I don't like Joe Biden one bit. I mean, I think that's fairly well known. But the idea that he isn't being immediately taken to Walter Reed. I find troubling. I mean, the fact that he's just going to sit in the White House, he's going to be isolated from everybody. You know, Dr. Jill's okay. I would, and I feel better if they take his ass to Walter Reed and they observe him for 24 hours to 48 hours. And if they think he's okay, they send him back. But I just don't even like this notion of how lax they're being and then also kind of how this drug he's being given is just one. Why not throw the whole kitchen sink at it? And I'm not a medical professional, but I think it's a fairly lax treatment for someone who is the oldest sitting U.S. president. Fair enough, Stu. And there were some other medications we've brought up in our many times in other podcasts that are extremely cheap and universal and have been around for 50 or 60 years that um, we know work and have no side effects. The Disney corporations do. We already know <laughs> they used to have on the PA system, they used to have something like, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Well, they don't do that anymore, Stu, because there are no such things as boys and girls and ladies and, and gentlemen. There are 187 different genders. Doesn't everybody know that? Well, they have these things, I didn't know this, Stu, called bibbidi-bobbidi boutiques. And if you're a little girl, I have two daughters. Uh, and daughters, you know, when they're young, they love to get dressed up as princesses and, you know, have somebody do their hair and all. Well, you can go to the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique and become a princess. But they don't want to call. And the people who kind of do the boutique, I mean, the beauty stuff to the little girls um, had been called fairy godmothers. But Disney's going to do away with that so they can have freaks men with beards who think they are or think they are women dress up your little girls dude doesn't that make you feel good for your daughter to go in there and have some pervert freak kind of playing with their hair and putting makeup on her disney deserves to go broke if i were y'all i would never send my kids there i'd go somewhere else and one of our more 
popular videos actually covers the fact that Disney has had an insanely high amount of staff members who have been convicted for having things like child pornography, sexual abuse of minors, et cetera, et cetera. And they're going to allow these freaks to put their hands on your daughters. In China, now the media is not reporting this stuff, but um, there are tanks lined up in the streets trying to prevent depositors from the Bank of China, Stu, this this isn't podunk savings and loan from withdrawing money out of the banks. There's a province in China, it's kind of like in the middle of China called Heron, and um, China has said that um, these bank accounts now are investment products and uh, they can't and people cannot withdraw them and their tanks in the streets did. So whenever a bank, at least in my experience of reading economic history, doesn't allow you to withdraw your deposits, it's because they're having a liquidity crisis. Remember the scene in It's a Wonderful Life um, uh, when the Bailey building alone is about to close down, Uncle Billy's got the string around his finger and everything, same thing here. Um, not good, Stu. I think this is symptomatic. I don't know if people have been paying attention, but you've had many EU leaders who have just resigned all across the EU. I think things are about to get pretty darn rough, and it's going to be tanks in the streets if you live in a totalitarian country. It's going to be, you know, uh, the heavy boot of uh, the police and places like Australia and New Zealand and over Europe, so. But in the meantime, let's talk about another nutcase, this little boy, David Hogg. Um, you remember him, he's the anti-gun guy uh, who got into Harvard because he was a liberal freak. Didn't have the grades to get there, though I'm not sure you have to have grades to get into Harvard now. I think there's a box on the Harvard application that says, are you easily pliable to misinformation and indoctrination? If you are and you think you can become a good leftist, you're in. Um, well, anyway, he went, the House was having a hearing yesterday and, or two days ago, um, he went, started screaming at the congressman uh, calling them racist and terrorist. He's just a little boy, Stu. Iterating the points of mass shooters in your manifesto. The shooter at my high school, anti-Semitic, anti-Black, and racist. The shooter in El Paso described it as an invasion. Guess what? Those guns are coming from the United States of America. They aren't coming from Mexico. They are not coming from Mexico. You are reiterating the points of a mass shooter, sir. Sir, you are perpetuating this violence. You need to realize this is not how I'm a Democrat or Republican. Stop these things now. And guess what, Stu? He was invited to do this by the Democrats. Um, and Stu, uh, if you listen to what the January 6th committee says, um, what he did is the very definition of insurrection but he'll get away with it Stu. he won't get charged 
And it goes back to yesterday with the AOC story where all that really matters is then getting the clip of him doing that and looking like he's standing up. And so they can just blast it throughout the media. And it's it's the illusion of it all, you know? Yeah, he needs to have his ass kicks. You think he's ever, like, played football, Stu? Can you see that guy on the gridiron where he has to block somebody or or tackle somebody? No, he's never done anything like that. I mean, he has very skinny arms. He has no frame. Uh, you see this? <laughs> your pinky. I could take him with my my pinky. Still, you could take him with your your pinky nail. You know, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know how buff Stu is, but he's he's a man. I had a friend named uh, Pasha, and Pasha's goal for his physique was to be so massive that he could wear the baggiest shirt and you could tell from his back that he was a strong guy. And so, you know, telling from David Hogg's back, <laughs> you can tell how weak uh, he is. He's a worm. Uh, Eric Adams, to the uh, low IQ mayor of New York, is complaining. You know what he's complaining about, Stu? All the immigrants who are coming to New York. This is a real burden on New Yorkers as we're trying to do the right thing. Uh, we already, as I stated, we already have an overburdened shelter system. So now we're talking about, as you stated, food, clothing, school. This is going to impact our uh, our schools because we do not turn away individuals because they're undocumented. Uh, translation services. There's just a whole host of things that this is going to produce, and that's why we need we need help. And this is he was all in favor of the bill that allowed immigrants to vote, uh, illegals, people who aren't citizens of the United States, to vote. But now that they're coming in there and um, they have New York has this law called right to shelter mandate. So all the criminals and illegal aliens and um, and immigrants who are not supposed to be here um, come there because they get food and shelter. And guess what else they get? They get to go to school with your children. So you might have lived in this country or your family might have lived here for 400 years and you've been paying taxes that have built these schools up and you've been on the PTA and everything else and all of a sudden the schools are flooded with people who can't even speak speak English who probably don't even know how to read or write um, um, and you're supposed to pay for it and your children are supposed to suffer. I think his exact language was real burden. No shit. I mean, speaking of other real burdens, Stu, because of our Marxist leftists who support thugs who want to destroy this nation and go out into the street and um, burn cities down um, and who have supported the defund the police movement, because if you have police, Stu, you can't burn a city down. How about that? Murder, and these are 2020 uh, numbers, Stu, is murder is at a 25-year high, Stu, um, and the conviction rate is less than 50%. 
And the Biden administration will not release the 2021 numbers to, which tells you that they're worse than that. Thank you, Pinko assholes. Um, now, Stu, big story here. We've reported on the World Econ Economic Foundation and Klaus Schwab, the Dr. Evil from the James Bond movies. Um, and we all know that they're crazy and they want to control everything. Uh, somehow, if you're an elitist and you've made a billion dollars, then you think you're God and you're smarter than God. Uh, and so some of the things that they have proposed is population control. We know that, you know, we don't like the size of uh, the population. Therefore, we need to kill four billion people so we can all live. Um, they don't want any livestock to, you can't eat a hamburger or a steak. Um, uh, they want synthetic meat stew. They've also said they want you to eat insects. They want you to live in ponds. And of course, Klaus Schwab has said, we want people to own nothing and be happy. Um, and of course, Stu, um, they are all in favor of George Orwell, uh, 1984, 24-hour surveillance. Now, Stu, their big plan is, and they have a video about this. crazy that's what i got to do sounds good and i imagine that idea came from bill gates who wanted to launch sand into the atmosphere to block the sun uh, super genius speaking of other super geniuses nancy pelosi gleefully evaded questions concerning her husband's purchase of nvidia stocks and you can just kind of look at her body language here and tell that she is almost amused that people are finally getting kind of smart to her influence peddling and clear corruption. Yes, sir. I think we have to go now. One more, he said. Yes, sir. Uh, over the course of your career, uh, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you What are you saying? Uh, over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you received from you? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 
just a real quick story, something I was skeptical about, but then maybe had a bit more of an open mind. Amazon makes a deeper health push with a $3.49 billion purchase of one medical and, you know, billions of dollars have been invested into kind of these telehealth kind of quick clinic models. And sometimes they work, sometimes they really don't work. But I think if anyone could make it work, maybe it would be Amazon. Now, do I like Amazon being the sole proprietor of almost half the things I use on a daily basis? Not really, but I do like the notion that it isn't as tough to get certain things. And so if Amazon wants to be my pharmacist and make it so that I don't have to wait in line for 20 minutes at CVS because CVS has become uh, inefficient, then I'm open to a new model of business. And if they want to outcompete CVS and Walgreens, I'm open to that. But um, yes, dude, I am too. I've thought about this a lot, but there ought to be um, one that the teledoc system is a good system. Um, um, the other things to do so much of uh, medical diagnosis is done through blood tests, and there ought to be a way kind of like a drive-through dock in the box where they take your blood and um, and then it's sent off to the labs because uh, you can detect so much from that stuff and, um, and it can be done very easily. So there are a lot of innov innovations like this that kind of break the old model and also brings costs down via competition. Yeah. Um, you probably don't even need your insurance because the cost is, is you know, not very much. So... I'm all for it. Yep. Yeah. And so um, interesting article via Bloomberg. So give it a read, people. And then my last discussion today, there was a video circulating online yesterday. There are these famous little dog robots that they use all across the world. You see them at MIT. But this fella had converted it into a little dog robot with some sort of AR rifle on top of it. And the little robot is nailing all these targets uh, accurately. It has, has to deal with a lot of recoil, but it gets the job done. And this is kind of the stuff of nightmares, is that you would have this dystopian world with robots armed with guns that could just handle insurrections and that war would become automated. You know, Skynet is an example from Terminator. And so it uh, turns out this is a Russian hoverbike investor and he had purchased one of these unicode robots and had outfitted this himself so it is real he did do it it does exist now but it's definitely the stuff of nightmares think of the implications though for self-defense you had one of those in your yard uh, in your house when the intruder comes through uh, but i hear you well, the U.S. government has experimented using these dog robots to enforce the, the border. And my question when that was reported was, well, are they armed with guns? And so now that I know it's possible, you know, it really is kind of scary. I mean, uh, what kind of dog are these? Um, they're called the dog robot because they are on four legs, but oh. they don't look really like a dog but outside of the four legs and being maybe the size of like a large terrier like maybe like a pit bull yeah i would call them wolves 
or something like that, more menacing. Than <laughs> okay, I think of the dogs. I think of you know a yellow lab who you know you know wants to cuddle up with you. But uh, anyway, Stu, all right, good. But that's all I got for today. All right, Stu, I'm gonna hit the surf again. Right on. Enjoy those waves. Thank you. Later. Yeah, I went to Scranton. Scranton. I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> my dad. My dad lost his job. No joke. I'm not kidding around here. No, no human being in the world thinks that's a joke. Nobody. Is anybody? I lost his job. And then, yeah, my dad. Like, then he would do the number thing. Number one, the one part. Number two, what the guy said. Number three, you know the drill. Come on. No, we don't. So, yeah. Now what he does is he kind of whispers and then he yells. If you know, I think it's a wonderful move. Don't you love it when he's like, we know how to get natural gas. Because we can get it. We know how to get it. That's what we do. We get the people, the private, the public, the private, the pirates of the Caribbean.